Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, hello. Um, we are recording a few days before Christmas, aren't we, Shirley? We, we are. By the time you listen to this, Christmas will have passed. But we've received the news um, and we are currently living in what's called today, apparently on Twitter, Plague Island. So how is life in Plague Island for you, Shirley? Um, no change for me, because remember, I was going into isolating in the hope that I was going to Devon. Mm. So it's just more of same. But, you know, we've reassessed things. When BJ was giving his um, talk, the old Eton mess was giving his um, his um, conference on the on the BBC. Um, I was weeping and the winning partner just got online and started ordering in um, a Christmas lunch. Everywhere had sold out. I mean, sites were crashing, but she found one, a lovely restaurant in Piccadilly, they will be delivering us our potted shrimp and smoked salmon bellinis, followed by stuffed uh, turkey and crispy potato cakes. Um, finishing off with the, uh, the Yuletide log. I See, can't I, wait, so no washing well, up. That's really exciting. For I us. would never even think to get breakfast in a plate. I just wouldn't ever think that it's, that was it's a It's not thing. breakfast, it's a starter. No, no, no. I mean, Christmas dinner, you know, because I just oh, think I know, old people's I know, home. Right. I think Christmas in a plate, it's old people's home. Just a couple of slices, a bit of gravy, some veg on the sides, cranberries. But you know what? I imagine I you your mean. willing partner has done very well and probably sought out one of the best places. But I would, my mind would just never have gone to, I better see who can deliver because... But you know what? Neither would mine. But there's something weird about, different about this year um, because it wasn't planned. You know, we can we don't have time to plan the, the the menu now everywhere's shutting down and because when you've got a little toddler it's not fun if because oh, one's in the, the kitchen, kitchen the exactly and why should if, she be why fr- should she spend so much time in the kitchen on why, christmas why, should, why should she indeed on, on her christmas Maybe, day. on her christmas day it's not fair on her <laughs> it's not and it's different when you have guests like last year she was thrilled to be stuck in the kitchen all day and i i entertained her. she loves that you know if there's people best place for her is in the kitchen but not when it's just me and the boy no so this is much better and of course we'll be cooking the meals around but it's just nice to be served I, I, oh they, they bring the butler as well sorry i didn't mention that i didn't mention that what do you mean no 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 just joking how about you people take you seriously shirley um what do you mean how about me i mean i'm gonna be i haven't got obviously and it's gonna be of no surprise to you or possibly our listeners that i still haven't been to the shops Okay, sure. Um, but I have ordered some... What are you uh, planning on? Cote de Boeuf. But obviously, because my my husband is so traditional, I'm going to have to find a sort of turkey crown from somewhere. Turkey drummer. Just a turkey drummer. Yeah, an old Bernard's turkey drummer in the deep freeze. <laughs> I'll have to find something. But uh, the great thing is, is that I am totally relaxed. With two two to three days left, I, am t- I couldn't be more relaxed because the worst case scenario is eggs on bread. Cereal. Eggs on bread is absolutely Yogurt fine. and bananas. I just don't care. I just kind of think, you know. You let me know if you don't have food on Christmas Day, I will bike some over. We have You'll have so many leftovers, won't you? We have yeah, we're already um, planning them. Anything boring, boring. One fun thing we're doing though, because this is it's all about making it fun now that it's quite tragic. Um, our neighbours got rent an elf. So it's this woman that comes dressed as an elf, she comes to the doorstep and she entertains your child. Um, it's part of Lucy Sparkles. Have you heard? Oh She's that gosh. sort of music, singing, dancing. Anyway. So your neck of the woods, isn't it? So they, said, so they said it was super fun. So we went online, but since tier four, Rent and Elf can only come on Zoom. And I said, oh, I can't be asked with Zoom. Well, my willing partner said, listen, it's better than nothing. We need to pass the time. You know, we've got Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing. What you, you do the math. And so she's on Zoom. And my willing partner said, I know that. I know that woman who's the elf. I is it an ex-lover? An ex-lover? 
it's not an ex-lover. She wrote for her on Hollyoaks. She had a bit part on Hollyoaks. Oh, no, how the mighty fall. I know. And she said, should I mention that in the email? And I said, you must. You must say oh, that she you wrote did. for her once on Hollyoaks. Yeah, she says, by the way, we know each other. I did write for you when back in the days when you were acting. And now she's just knocking on doors. And she, you know, she wants to know what your favourite food is, what your favourite um, cartoon characters are, because I think she becomes the pizza and she becomes the highway rat. So you know what? I don't know why I'm knocking it, because actually, at least she's working and she's being creative. Exactly, and it sounds exactly. fun. Yeah, no, I eat my words. That does sound fun. So let me know how you get on with your rent and elf. I'm just looking forward to a lion. I spoke to a friend today, an old friend from drama school, and she did say to me, you're the only person I know who's still working at this time, in tier four, so near to Christmas. I'm actually going into work. And you know what? I know you can't see me, ladies and gents, but I look 104, don't I, Shelley? You you look fine. You look fine. It is Tired, a bit, though, you know, it's, it gives you the willies having to go into work at a time like this. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think your governor thinks that you're a frontline worker or in construction. I, I she am, must believe I'm, one or the other or both. No, no, no. I am all, all of those things. That's what I'm um, all of those things. Um, so, yes, exciting. Guys, we um, we pre-recorded an episode a few moons ago, didn't we, Shirley? Um, we it, did. It was an episode about our labours. Now, please don't tune in to tune out because I think the great thing about our labours is that they were very, very different. And so Shelley and I decided just to um, record an episode dedicated to our labours. We very and much we hope feel you enjoy. There's no better time than uh, than than over the Christmas period in which to drop that episode. In in, in a really brutal pandemic, where everything's quite bleak, we thought there's absolutely no reason why we don't air our labours as an episode, as a sort of perineum episode perineum episode you know that bit between christmas and new year we thought why not you know just before we launch into hopefully a much improved 2021 we are going to tell you well you know leave you with an episode about our labors we hope you enjoy and we look forward to the other side where we can discuss yes. how our Christmases went. Exactly. So any questions about our labour otherwise, or indeed how Shelley's um, Christmas lunch went, do you know, do write in. We'd love to hear from you, don't we? Genuinely, we'd love to hear. Shelley's absolutely desperate for you to write in, so please do. Please. Please thoughts, do. Suggestions, thoughts, suggestions, or indeed complaints. We love them all. So without further ado, we're going to leave you with our labours. Many, many thanks. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So, we've decided to ask each other a couple of questions about labour so we don't launch into long monologues. Um, Shelley, do you want to kick off or shall I? Well, you know, I... Because, obviously, I'm aware of your labour, but our listeners are not. And I just wonder, did your labour meet your expectations? Oh, good question. It's difficult because it's difficult to know what to expect. And, you know, I didn't do any of those pre-partum preparations like you did. Um, I spent all my money on booze and very expensive vegan trainers. But I did, in the last couple of weeks, knowing that he was coming, I did do some sort of spiritual routine. I read the hypnobirthing book, which sort of helped. But, um, and I have to say, I probably... My labour was as painful as I thought it could be, but it was much quicker than I than I thought it would be as well. Because it was, it, it slipped straight out, didn't it? Slopped straight into the pan. No, it was fi- in earnest. It was five hours. As in, I got to hospital five hours later. He came, but 
Which is, is really, good, really I did a good six, seven hours at home, just keeping it low, just watching Bake Off, watching some documentary on Vivian Westwood, just trying to keep it together. Um, and then I texted my husband and said, I think you better come home from work because I think he may be arri- arriving imminently. And then he took me. So you, you were yeah, on your because own? I just didn't want initial... to make a big thing of it. I thought I'll just, you know, I, yeah, I was told when, once you start having contractions, pretend like you're having a really heavy period, i.e. lie on the sofa, get some blankets, get a hot drink. And so, Toddy. So, Toddy. But after, when the cramps started ramping up, I thought, gosh, I will have my shower now. I will whack on some lube down there and I will bring my husband and tell him to come back from work. So, there we are. Wow. How about yourself, Shirley? Um, well, well okay. what's the question? Let, did it, did did it, it meet, meet my expectations? Quickly? Let me just ask you one question quickly. So, uh, did, yeah, did it meet your expectations? But also, did you, um, did you behave in the way that you thought you'd behave? I mean, were there any points during the labour where you got gr- aggressive? Well, <laughs> yes is the short answer. I got, I got, I, I got very aggressive. I was actually, um, I was very, very surprised by my reaction. And actually, if I could, if I could change one thing, I probably would have stayed mm. at home longer. I had, and they always tell you that, and I don't know why it didn't sink in because I really felt like I was, I felt like I was ready because I, I'd been contracting at home and I had been since the day before, so it had been. It'd yeah, been over a long. day of contractions and I was and I was really sort of chilled and it was fine but then it started to get really painful and I sort of went into the, in the bath as well and I was doing a 500 word uh, 500 jigsaw piece puzzle on wartime condiments I had Catherine Graves the the founder of hypnobirthing playing out the uh, wireless and a candle burning it was right. serene and I think my um, willing partner was just baking loads of trays of like lasagna and like moussaka for, for Ooh, our return the three of us Oh, you've got to have a minced face dish, don't you, when you're putting it in the deep freeze. So this was the day before and, um, the puzzle, yeah. So this was on the day, no, this was on the day of going, so, so it had started the day before, and um, I was just like, and it was all chill, I had the TENS machine, which I started using, because it was quite painful, and then, and then it got really quite uncomfortable, so I thought I'd best go in, it was getting really late, so it was getting sort of, um, midnight at the oasis. And uh, not quite that late. Um, so we got the handsome cab because I thought, how else? Because we're, we're going by t- uh, the taxi, and um, because it's at UCLH and you can't park there. So I was really aware that I was going to be in a um, in someone else's vehicle. And as it was, when I travelled there, I couldn't even sit properly, and I was sort of um, had my knees on the f- uh, floor in the back cab, and I was just wailing, and it was already far too painful for me. And I'm someone who has had extremely painful periods all my life. So I thought, I, I, I can handle it. But this was just on another level. It was n- like nothing. And, and bear in mind, I haven't even reached... Uh, this is, if, if, it, if it's zero to hero, I'm probably only at Okay, so did you get aggressive in my pain the threshold? Um, no, but what I knew is that once I arrived at hospital and I wasn't even dilated, uh, it was like yeah. one centimetre or something when she s- s- shoved her fist up there... And she said, go home. I said, I can't even stand. So I was on all fours. So she's telling me to go home. And I said, I can't go back in the cab. I can't, I can't go home. She goes, why don't you walk around and take a coffee on, on yeah. the Tottenham Court Road? I said, I cannot. And then as I'm trying to speak, I'm screaming. So already I'm in a heightened state because there's bright lights. They're not giving me a room. I'm in the corridor. She's telling me to go home and I can't mm. stand up. So I'm already now extremely anxious, which is what they tell you, don't do, don't go to hospital, because everything, you want to be like a cat or a cow and go and find a dark corner 
dank dark corner on your own and feel safe what you don't need is all these people and UCLH is a very busy hospital it's a bit like Chelsea and Westminster they're big hospitals there are people walking up and down there are clean it was just too hectic for me and I think I launched into panic and the pain just kept on getting worse and worse and I was nowhere near ready and I thought I just don't know how this is going to work out at what at, point did you get aggressive yeah I mean at what point did you get aggressive just back to the question Okay, so there's uh, no, no. So I, I think I assaulted in the end. If I count them, because my winning partner, then it, um, so I think I assaulted between three okay. and four months. Including of staff. your winning partner, or one. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Five okay. if you include her. But the the first one was just a, a cleaner. This guy who just managed to find me wherever I went, whatever corner I was crawling into on all fours with my knickers around my ankles. Bear in mind, because I was going to the loo so much and having these really strong contractions, I didn't have time to pull up my knickers. So although I had a long camel coat over, if he got a good angle, you know, if he was there at the right time, he got, he got, he got a big... Um, a flash. <laughs> whatever. He got a flash. He got a flash. And he just kept on coming. He kept on... You, do you know him coming to America where he keeps... Where he's going... He wants to see Lisa. I don't remember. I don't remember that sweeping. You're too oh, young you. for coming to America. Anyway, he was just like that. He kept on sweeping around the corner. And I go, what the fuck are you looking at? Was he just... And William Potter He was No, he was he was catching a flash, mark my word. And then the other the other ones were um nurses that I just were grabbing and throwing Surely. off and um quite quite literally grabbing close when I was having a, a contraction and when one passed I just launched wow. them off. It was it was I had the strength of 10 beds. I was a banshee. I was out of control. If, if there is a, a, an example, if they were to show a video of what not to do when you go into labour, it would be me. Okay. It would be me. It was, it was okay. horrific. Well, thank you for that. Moving on. Any more questions for me, Shirley? Um, what was um, the role of your, your non-willing, willing husband? During he was bit? very good in that he kept quite calm. Um, but I would say I would like I would have liked him to have been a little bit more active when talking to the nurses because the, I got like you I went to the hospital I was only two centimeters dilated they tried to send me home and I said there's absolutely no way so I found a quiet corner downstairs it was freezing and I just was in on all fours just downstairs holding on to sort of a weird sort of glass box which had I don't know some sort of insulation inside it but my husband throughout the whole time I was laboring looked like he had about 10 minutes left to live he went very puce, and he looked like he was about to be sick. And, um, yes, and it was difficult, but he was very good at, in terms of giving me water. You know, I was on all fours for a lot of it, so there was this sort of a bottle of water with a straw in it. So I'd take some, then throw it, and then take it, and then throw it. And then, he, you know, he said, maybe we should go home after they checked me and said, no, now it's only four. And, you know, the good thing about um, labour, I would say... <laughs> it, well, for me, is that I followed my instincts, and I think that's really important because I was... I really insisted that I did not want to go home, you know. But um, I wanted to be more active in terms of, you know... And I didn't have a room either. That's the worst. I didn't have a room. So you're just literally walking up and down corridors. And uh, that's, that's the worst thing about it. I wanted him to be a little bit more assertive and say, please, listen, my partner's in a lot of pain. I think she is about to give birth. Is there any chance? Because actually, by the time I got into a birth centre, I only had 40 minutes before my baby came out. So I didn't get to enjoy, you know, the room. And that's such a shame because actually you, because of the way you're, you're like, you could have had that quite, quite easily and that would have been nice. You know, that's the, that's the thing. I think we can't be too hard on the, on the partners because 
they don't know what's going on. And, and you know that both our partners are played by the rules. You know, they would never get it. If anything, we're the aggressive ones. We need them to be giving birth and we'd be calling the shots. But that's why I think if I was to do something differently, I would have... Because you can't actually avoid no. the situation you're in. It turns out my baby got stuck, which I always knew he was in the wrong position. So when you talk about instincts, I think that's really... I think that's spot on. I had always gone into those, um, uh, just the the appointments just before saying he hasn't moved, he's in this position. But apparently they say, listen, there's nothing we can do. He, when labour happens, he should move, but he never did. So he was stuck. And I think that caused, they said something in the uh, post-mortem showdown that you're, because there's, because he's not moving, your contractions would have been a bit, they would have been more painful because there's nowhere to go. He's not, it's not moving. So you're just like, ugh. And um, in the end, I mean, you know, I was rushed into the theatre and had the old, um, the old salad spoons once, twice, three times, a lady. Um, but I would have got a doula because a doula would just speak for you, knows what's going on, knows where you're at. And, and loads of people had, I had really wanted one, but everyone said, but you've got your willing partner and that's basically a doula. And I thought, well, no, because she's not equipped and she doesn't really know. She did the best she could, but she's terrified as well. She actually said to me, it was the worst day of my life. And, and of course, that's not because... Um, you know it's also the best day of my life because our son was born but in terms of my fear and my anxiety because I didn't you know it it was just touch and go for so long and she said no just just awful and um, I would have got a doula and then you have to you can just relax just a question about your wedding partner well I just had another question including a wedding partner considering you and a wedding partner spent rather a lot of time packing and unpacking your hospital bag you know those multiple Samsonites that you took to hospital with you um, just to make sure that everything was in its correct place. Would you say that that paid off in the end? I mean, how much of the stuff in the bag did you actually use? Well, I think I could have um, left the yeah, swimwear. You had quite a few pieces. Because, you know, talk I, us through those pieces. I did. Well, you know, I I sort of figured ultimately I would be in the nod, but I thought yeah. before before I sort of completely stripped down, I had a nice two piece. I had a one the piece, tankatina? and I thought I love that Oh, you don't like a tank a tank no. No, I had a, a two-piece and I had some, like, you know, and I decided I didn't know whether to go for... You don't really want to go for white, do you? I had this stunning white with a nice sort of, like, gold um, gold sort of features very at the side. I really like them. I packed those. Very Donatella. Oh, it was so Donatella. Turns out yeah. I didn't need those, did I? And can you marry Claret all over those? No, so I had a dark... Anyway, I had loads of shite I didn't need. The baby um, wear? The baby wear? But if I was... All of his clothes? Because it's hard to know how many to pack. Well, I had to... Well, the thing is, I didn't pack enough because I didn't realise that I was going to have a six-night stay in hospital, courtesy of the taxpayer. So whoever paid for that, thank you very much. Um, um, yeah, so I didn't have enough, but thankfully yeah. my winning partner's... My winning partner's um, parents came over and just did loads of John Lewis sort of deliveries for us. And knickers, we yeah. needed, I needed, we had, to, because my wedding partner stayed with me for six nights in a wooden chair. Um, six so days, and bear in mind that we were next door to lots of um, couples, many heterosexuals, I say mainly, they were all heterosexual couples. Every single one of those men went home. Babe, I, I'm, gee, I hope you don't mind, but I am so I remember knackered. you telling me that story. Do you mind if I just, I'm going to go home and then I'm just going to be much, you know, just leave their women Oh my twins gosh. she'd had twins and she goes she goes are you sure are you sure you're gonna go and he goes listen I'm gonna be it's better for both of us because like tomorrow I'm gonna be tip top and then I can be more helpful like anyway so he goes and where we've just got a teal sort of curtain we, we just were a gog and a gas and we were waiting to listen he leaves she cries and then she presses the buzzer 
And she calls the nurse and she goes, please, my, my cesarean is hurting so much. Have you got some painkillers? And, and can you pass me my twins because I need to feed them? And, and can you help me feed them because I don't know how? Yeah, and it was just so tragic. And she was so hungry and she couldn't pass a stall. I mean, it was all going off for her. And her husband left. Yeah. He rocked up the next day. Oh, wow. But it's full of beans. But he was good night's sleep. Yeah, yeah he got exactly. takeout. He, he got a takeout. He watched the footy. You know what I mean? Bed. Oh, lovely. You know, oh, wax one off. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> um, I have to say that I, um, I don't know, I don't think, I don't what know, was I just quickly, I was really um, horrified by my placenta because I got to meet and greet my placenta. And because um, that's actually what they say is the third stage of labour. And it came out and it was literally the size of a cow pat and it smelled a pedigree chum. And I found it quite horrific. But at the same time, you do have to be appreciative of it. I mean, what it does, how it keeps your baby in the womb is something else. But I could not believe it. And when they said to me, listen, would you like to keep your placenta? And I said, listen, Annie, that was my midwife who I really liked. I said, no, 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 listen, I will, um, you can keep my placenta, but I will take your free baby, baby nappies and uh, nappies for me. Thank you very much. Because you didn't get to meet yours, did you, Shirley? Oh, I think mine was just ruined. It wasn't even an option. And I was, I was looking forward to getting them um, in oh, yes, capsules you talking about and milkshakes. That. Yeah, no, it was rotten Gosh. and it went. And it, it, yeah. How was your... I, I want to know quickly, because I know we're running out of time, but what was it like um, coming back for the hospital from you? Because I know I had time to adjust with those six days, but you got yeah, sent so back I got the same sent, day, They wanted you? their birth suite straight away, and I literally didn't even get a chance for... I had literally a cold piece of toast, and they sent me home four or five hours later. And initially, I thought, what a good idea, and my husband was obviously desperate to get home. But when I got home, I had a, I had a few people waiting on my doorstep, which was nice, but also I wasn't ready for them. I really wasn't. I mean, there are a couple that I think actually lovely, and you know, but there are other people, and you just think, oh... You need your own time and you need your own space. And there's a lot to take in physically and emotionally. There's a lot to take in. Um, and I, yeah, I, need, I needed help. I really needed help. Um, you know, in Holland, because, you know, I, staff, like you know well, in Holland, my, I have family that are in Holland. They have someone who comes to the house 10 days afterwards, for 10, as soon as you come home with your baby, and they teach you how to use your baby, i.e. how to feed it, how to clothe it, how to put it to sleep. And they feed you and hoover your house. Everyone in Holland has this. And I think it's such a good idea. I know that you can get doulas that do this. But all I needed was someone to sort of feed me and make sure I was okay. Because it's scary. And you can't do anything. Can't, you can't shower without having help. You can't get up. You can't do no, anything. Some, and you don't yeah. know how to look after your baby. That's the thing. In a way, we'd be better doing a reverse yeah. NCT. So instead of us all switching off in the class when they're showing us how to change diapers and we don't care and what to expect during labour... We don't care because we're not there yet. In fact, if we just if we meet those people and then just go, so we'll be seeing yeah. you again afterwards and we'll arrange. And then now teach me how to change an nappy. Now teach me how to clothe my baby and what happens when he doesn't sleep and all this. Because we're, yeah, left, we're left, left in the dark. And I don't know what yeah. Between days one to. to five, I found that hard. But thank goodness I had you and a willing partner on FaceTime. Sit quickly now. I don't know what to do. His latch is terrible. My nipples are falling off. Uh, oh, can I, on, yeah. on that note, if I was to mm. give one tip... Because I know a lot of my tips, and I'm, I, I did all the preparation stuff, and that's not to say you shouldn't do it. It didn't, it didn't mean balls to me because I didn't end up drawing on any of it. But if everything goes smoothly, it's, you know, preparation is great. One thing I did do, and one thing that really helped me afterwards was 
before I went into labour, I was given an old Medela breast oh, pump yes. by one of my friends. She just gave it in an old Sainsbury's bag with like loose batteries and parts missing. And I thought, what the hell is this? And no, um, no instructions because that got lost in a move. And I was a bit dubious about using it. A, it was desperately secondhand, if not third, fourth. And it, it was missing parts. But something in my head before I went into hospital said, I should work out how to use that breast pump. So I to see if all the bits work and everything. So I printed out a manual, worked it all out, worked it fine, put it in its bag. On the second day when I'm back home from hospital, he's not mm. feeding. And it was three in the morning and I went into absolute panic. And there's no milk coming and I don't know why. Um, and so I just had to um, get the pump at three in the morning when I was completely anxious and hysterical but I knew how to use it pumped it and then fed him from a bottle and he took and I was just like thank goodness because what do you do at three in the morning when they've all told you don't get any formula in the house because you'll end up giving formula I would have done anything for formula I know there's so much peer pressure but also well done you I think you know prepare to fail fail to prepare that's you all over Shelley no, I think it's good because then you could teach me. I didn't know. I'd go, Shirley, my tits are exploded. I don't know what to do. I got mastitis. But that's another episode. Um, no, uh, my only tips would be take a straw because you need that to keep hydrated and you don't know what position you'll be in in the hospital. My TENS machine worked really well. And then this one, which is really hip dip, and I think you'll take the piss out of me, Shirley, but I will say this, it worked. A, a, a doula friend of mine said it, it, it was worth doing. Lavender oil on a handkerchief is really worth having while you're labouring at home, because it, it's something that you can hold on to. It's very tangible, and you can really get it into your system. It really helped me. Something. Oh, did you? Oh, I, I had that. Yeah. No, no, I think that's great. So, yeah, yeah, I had lavender. And I still spray lavender on my pillows when Do I can't you? sleep. No, I'm, I, yeah, there I'm we are. that. Um, what, what's your, what, what's your dead, dead duck, duck is week? my son's bike helmet, but it's also my winner-winner, the actual bike itself. So there we are. Pros and cons. What's your dead Fantastic. duck? My um, dead duck is I've gone gluten free and dairy free. Okay. I won't go into details. Um, it's brought me right down. Winner winner chicken dinner is my croquettes for my son. He just loves them and demands them as along, alongside the ice cream. He just I go, what do you want for tea today? Croquettes. What do you want for breakfast? Croquettes. And then when he actually gets them, he's just so delighted. The joy on his face. Are they he vegetarian or do you put some meat products? Glorious. In uh, on yeah. the whole, they're vegetarian. But if you've had a chicken, yeah. say the day before, then you can put some shards of chicken in your pockets. I might do it for my son. Oh, he'll love them. I can't wait oh, to cook please. for your son. No, but do send me. I want to know how. Do you put them in breadcrumbs? Do you roll them in bread? Yeah. Yeah, in breadcrumbs, and then I fry oh, them in really coconut nice. oil. Okay. And then you put them in the oven to heat, and you can freeze them. Oh, lovely, no, I will. Thank you very much. Well, listen. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. We, um, we've spoken about our labours. I hope you're still there. Um, and, and, and guys, if any questions, please do do get in touch with our social media links. And, um, you know, we're at motherfunk at shellyandshelly.com. Keep the do. questions coming in because we, we do. love answering We'd love to hear from you. Huge thank you to Mabel Productions. Um, and we should be back very soon. Bye very for soon. now. ta You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Motherfunk.